1: HousingWire Daily examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the HousingWire newsroom. Each afternoon, the HW Digital team provides our listeners with a deeper look into the stories that are helping move markets forward. Hosted and produced by Alcina Lloyd and Victoria Wickham. And now, here's our host. Poll from the hottest topics coming across our news desk. I'm Victoria Wickham and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today, HW Plus Managing Editor Brennan Ness sits down with Housing Wire Editor-in-Chief Sarah Wheeler to discuss the most compelling articles reported from the Housing Wire newsroom. In this episode, the pair review the announcement that conforming loan limits for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are now expected to rise and examine what record low mortgage rates and recent forbearance numbers could mean for the housing market. But before we listen, here's a brief word on Housing Wire's newest podcast. They say money talks, so why can't we? HousingWire is thrilled to introduce its newest podcast, GirlFunds, a show where we give you our two cents on money. We love to talk with our girlfriends about everything, except our finances. We're here to bring money back into the conversation hosted by me, Brendan Nass, along with our editor in chief, Sarah Wheeler. Be sure to join us every week starting this Wednesday for our girls' night focused on everything from how to pursue your dream of owning a home to affording your best friend's wedding. Each week, we'll have a special guest join us as we intertwine finance and friendship. Good morning. Good morning, Sarah.
0: Good morning.
1: I'm excited to have our, I think this is now officially our third installment of Monday Morning a Cup of Coffee. This time I actually have coffee. I know you're not <laughs> the biggest coffee drinker, but I was excited. <laughs> um, well, just wanted to kick off and say for those who don't know, I'm Brenna Nath, HW Plus Managing Editor here at HousingWire. And I'm also here with HousingWire's editor in chief, Sarah Wheeler. Happy Monday, Sarah.
0: Hey, happy Monday and coming after a Thanksgiving holiday weekend. We've got lots to catch up on because we had a lot of things happen last week.
1: Yes, even though our offices were closed on Thursday, Friday, as we've always said in our newsroom, the news doesn't stop. So a lot of exciting things that came out last week, some very big news that came out last week, um, along with uh, big pieces that we're pumping out this week heading into the rest of the year. So uh, with that in store, Sarah wanted to ask the first question that I love to kick off with, which is what is one of the biggest news pieces topics right now?
0: Yeah, so I think uh, what happened right before the break was the conforming loan limits um, were increased by uh, Fannie and Freddie. So now we are up to 548,000 and and some change there um, for a normal uh, conforming loan limit. And then if you're in a high cost area, it's up to 822,000. So those were immediately embraced and we saw, I think later on that day, we saw Uh, UWM already advertising that this is is that you could get a loan for this. You know, if you're a broker, you could call up and and have this new limit. So that's great because we know prices are rising. Mm -hmm. And so this is definitely up. So that's about 7.5 percent up from last year. Uh, So it's a pretty big jump. And but I think it's necessary if you're looking in many places in the country. I mean, five hundred forty eight thousand is going to be what you need. That's, that's the limit. Mm -hmm. And then if you look at 822, again, I mean, you're in a, you're in a huge area, Colorado Springs, which is just growing so much. I know my sister just bought a house there and you know, 822 is you can see why you can see why that's the, that got. So I think that that was one of the biggest things we broke that story last week. And I think that that's something our audience was really looking at, but you know, that, that just was on the back of like an amazing, uh, another really low mortgage rate held steady at 2.72% last week for average purchase. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just crazy. That's that's just a crazy rate. And because of that, you're just seeing, you know, apps increased 3.9% over the week. The refi index jumped 5% from the previous week. It's now 79% over last year's totals. Wow. I just, you know, the refi train just keeps rolling. And with these kind of low rates, you don't see anything, you know, changing in that anytime soon. We, I think we last week we had a report that now 20 million people, they still think, there are still 20 million people who could refi mm-hmm. and, and and benefit from that. So some pretty big things happening. Yep. Yeah.
1: We covered it on Housing Wire Daily last week. I think uh, Victoria was able to interview them on the report, but a report came out that kind of listed the reasons people aren't refinancing. And I was fascinated that one of the reasons was, it's just too much paperwork and they, they were kind of overwhelmed by it because you see these fascinating numbers and it really makes you pause, like all of these people can, why aren't they doing it? And so I'm a firm believer, I know this is, I would say this without uh, hesitation, that housing wire, spreading awareness, education, behind the process, I think that's something lenders, LOs can do that, um, figuring out the why. why, if there's so much potential, I'm sure a lot of people are coming to their door naturally and organically, but also knowing that there are a decent amount of people out there, one of the top reasons cited was they just, it seemed too overwhelming and daunting when they could be saving a lot of money.
0: Well, and for us, you know, we live and breathe this, and our our industry lives and breathe this. So to us, it's like, why would you not do that? Like, I don't understand. Why, what are you thinking? But, you know, people who don't live and breathe this, they may not know, oh, 2.72. They just hear, oh, low rates. They really don't know what that means for them or how hard it might be. So I agree with you. Like, it's easy for us to think, you know, that everyone knows what we're trying to do.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Putting our B2C thinking caps on. Uh, outside of the refi boom, which we've been chatting a lot about on the site, what other pieces of news should we be watching out for right now? I know we had our morning huddle today, chatted about a lot of exciting things. What should people watch for?
0: I think uh, forbearance is about to come out, NBA. uh, Amy's going to put that out and uh, Black Knight put out their numbers on Friday, even though it was a holiday. And it did show a a small uptick, but just week over week, not month over month. And, and we're really seeing the forbearance numbers that we can see right now are still really good. That's great news for all of us. Um, you know, nobody wants to see a, a, a big uptick in forbearance, but, but also it just it just feels like a, a lot of the people who are in forbearance now got extensions. So there are some things, it's something that we're looking at. Um, we're also looking at like, you know, delinquencies and, and where are we going in that? Um, we have seen an uptick in distressed properties in the in the amount of interest in distressed properties and those distressed properties are vacant properties that were you know probably um foreclosed on before even um this you know the the current COVID thing but we're just seeing some really interesting things on that but forbearance is something we're going to be looking at from here until you know this time next year or, or longer we have a forbearance faq on housingwire.com that um we've done in coordination with freddie Mac. And it's really just to give, you know, our industry and consumers information because forbearances, you know, we still see that there are people who are coming out of forbearance who have never talked to their servicer. I I mean, there's just no reason for that. They may, that may not be the best move. So I think forbearance is always going to be something we're looking at. And then home price growth, we've got uh, our lead analyst, Logan Modashami, who wrote about, you know, the downside of this amazing hot housing year is the home price growth and what we should be looking at there because obviously um you know that's going to become something that w- without the natural um you know constraint of mortgage rates going up as demand goes up right now you just have demand going through the roof so so that's pushing you know prices higher without any sort yeah. of moderating uh, effect so we're watching that too
1: i feel like that's a personal account for it. we i just bought a home which is super exciting i think Congrats. i have asked about it on every social network at this point <laughs> Um, but I know Julia Falcon, our real estate reporter wrote an article about, um, how the hottest housing market, I think it was Seattle, yes. um, and hearing just how crazy, Oh, I think one of them was, he was said from $10,000 to $90,000 over asking price first that made me pause. And then also, I mean, we're seeing that here in Colorado Springs, we're also a fast growing market. One house we put an offer on had 18 offers on it and our real estate agent, he was floored by that. Um, And then you look at her article on Seattle and 18 was a low number to have a bidding war on in that market. So when you talk about home price growth, I'm sure a lot of people are seeing that in their own peer group. And um, definitely the coverage on the site is reflecting a lot of that. So it's been uh, interesting to watch firsthand. (laughs)
0: I also think it's just interesting because as we're having shutdowns, one of the reasons we looked at Seattle is we wanted to say, you know, they just went into a second lockdown pretty seriously. And so we're like, you know, what effect is that having? And what we found, at least from the people we talked to and and the numbers, was that it was actually spurring more people to continuing that COVID, like I need to get out of the small space. So the lockdown actually was spurring more home sales and it became a hotter market as a result. So I don't know if that's happening all over the country. That's why we look at different local markets and, and try to figure out what's going on there.
1: Yeah, I would definitely stay tuned. Julia's been doing such a great job interviewing local real estate agents. So I would stay tuned. We talk about mortgage a lot here. We're just as much talk about real estate coverage and the local sources and intel that she's getting. Um, this last question, I was gonna selfishly answer a little bit myself, because it's something I'm excited about, um, overseeing kind of the HW Plus area of Housing Wire. And I always like to wrap our conversations with, with something like, what is something that people should be watching that they aren't maybe paying attention to? And for those who don't know, Housing Wire magazine pumps out 10 issues a year. We combine the October and the November issue, and then we combine the December and the January issue. And so some of the biggest SEO buzzwords that we've been talking right now is 2021. There was so much uncertainty in 2020. So people are looking to figure out how much certainty they can get going into the next year. And The issue launches tomorrow, or I guess tonight at midnight, technically, if you guys want to stay up late and read it, I will be right with you. If you have your coffee, you can stay up. But that issue has this amazing feature that we've never done before, where every single person in our newsroom took a topic. And um, gave a look back on 2020 and a look forward into 2021. So I personally took over the fun topic of the secondary market. Um, and I think, Sarah, we, there was fintech, there was servicing, there was um, you know the mortgage market, real estate. And so uh, I know you had the pleasure of reading every single section beforehand. So I'll let you kind of jump in. On why that feature yeah. is so great. Yeah, I thought it
0: was great. Um, we really uh, each of our reporters and editors took a different so I did I did fintech. It's like what, what should we expect for technology in 2021? And really what we see is this is what our readers really want to know is like what to expect. They're trying to, they're planning for next year, they're looking and making budgets, they're they're you know, in this really uncertain time, anything we can do to give you certainty is really important. So we did take that and it was it was great. I I learned a lot from it, all those different um Parts of that and then also we're, we're launching a series with different economists who are uh, writing for us, we already have you know we have. Uh, Logan who's our lead analyst, but we also are asking different economists to, to weigh in and that's exciting to see that coming up uh, starting it started last week. And we're just going to continue, you know, talking about what should we be looking for what are the signs and and those are really important.
1: So much has been around um, each unique market. So we had Ralph McLaughlin; he made his post go live last week, and then we'll have a, for our, our HW Plus members, we have a Slack channel where we can chat and kind of consider a direct li- line into the newsroom. And so he'll be having a chat Slack channel Q and A on Tuesday, and we'll be having that every Tuesday, reoccurring with different comments. We have the NBA coming in. Um, We have reached out to quite a few others there, there are scheduled in the line and we'll be sure to um, post about it here as well so everyone can see that information but a lot of great just unique input on their forecast for the year. Um, so stay tuned to that. And as far as uh, the magazine goes, we'll also be posting there so people can check that out at midnight and tomorrow. And then um, I'd be remiss not to end with the fact that it is, I know you guys have gotten a million and five Cyber Monday deals, but we do have a Cyber Monday HW Plus deal today. We are giving everyone 50% off just for today for a Cyber Monday. Um, so be sure, feel free to reach out to me. My email is bnaathhousingware.com if you need that code, but we'll also be sending out in all emails to sign up for HV Plus. So you can read the Economist Housing Series. You can read our magazine, stuff like that, which we give to our premium HV Plus members. Um, but with that, Sarah, just wanted to say thank you. Thank you. And
0: and because you talk so fast, we always talk about this. It's bnaath, N-A-T-H, at housingware.com. You said that so fast, I'm like, <laughs> I can never keep up. Um, Yeah, thank you so
1: much for having me on. Super excited. It's going to be another great week of uh, big news. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Happy Monday and catch everyone here again next week.